The police brutality going on in the streets. Lord, it ain't good for you. Lord, it ain't good for me. Lord, the police Take a look what's going on in the streets. A million at least, screaming, fuck the police. Enough with police who violate in the streets. We simply pray and hope and wish police brutality. Welcome everyone to Black Splaining, where we try to rationalize all things related to the culture. I'm Jay. I'm Lo. And I'm LB. Black Splaining is in the house. How's everybody doing, man? How's how's things going? And I'm doing good, man. Laying low, just trying to stay out the way. Um, lot going on, so much going on. I guess we're gonna touch up on some things today. What about you, Lo? What's happening? Same thing, just chilling, you know, just trying to stay positive, keep my head up. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh man, it's so much going on. I mean, we eventually gonna get into the shits, but I mean, I think we have to definitely just start out with this something grandier. Did everybody see the Red Men versus? Oh my God. It was amazing. Math concert. It shouldn't even be considered right. a versus. It was a concert. Two hip hop geniuses, legends and geniuses, man. Like wow. hands down, the best verses, period. Yeah, I think I'm so too. I think so too. I think so. I can't I can't argue that. Yes. And I will say I was talking uh to be about this last night is that like I like the the new experience with Triller because I watched it on the Triller uh website or the or okay. the, the the app or whatever, but the experience was just like wow, the visuals, it was amazing. The production from a production standpoint, it was just off the charts. When I revisit it, I'm gonna revisit it um the the the, the uh triller production because mm-hmm. I wanna see what you're talking about. I admit I didn't see it, I saw it regular on um on IG and I was I was taken aback by that. So I can imagine what the triller one. Uh, if, it, if it takes it up a notch, I'll be super excited to see that. Twenty notches, like bam. And, and the crew, and the crew, they didn't, they 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 brought the crew, and I was like, wow. Um, I missed the Keith Murray part. I saw it towards the end, but I did see um Eric Parrish making dollars. I saw K Solo. I saw um members of the Wu Tang Clan uh, uh come on and do um what's the song? Bomb Atomically. What's the name of that song, Jay? Triumph. Triumph, yes, I saw him do triumph. Oh my God, it was it was it was it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. And what was great about it was that um, you know a lot of verses, especially when people perform live, they don't sound as good as they do on the album. Can't say that about this one. I was like, no, no. If anything, they sound better. I mean, it was a. Yeah. Ma- I mean, they were on point. They were ready. They. they I mean, they came out. Ready to, I felt like they had something to, I don't know. It just looked like somebody had something to prove. They were 100% flawless. It was a flawless performance. I loved it. It was, yeah, you can definitely tell they've been doing their um touring together for a long time. And exactly, even though Gee, that chemistry. some people wanted it to be a you know competitive versus 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 has definitely evolved into like, look, this is this a concert series now. And who better than to have, yeah. you know, an amicable concert just bouncing records off each other than Red and Math. Right. And they had a couple of albums together. So it was just a one, it was just one big party. And, and a good thing celebrate, about- I'm sorry. But to celebrate, no, like um, you know, we had a conversation last night, but to celebrate our music, like th- that era of music, the 90s, you know, into the 2000s, like that era of music was just like, it was amazing. It was like no other time in hip hop and R&B specifically. So just to celebrate those people while they're still here, I, I like at the end of the show how they literally gave them their flowers. I thought that was so spot on. Like, let's celebrate yeah. 
I'll, you know, I'll rap in R&B. Legends. And, and they're still young. Thank you. Did you see Red and Meth? I mean, they, they, they're in better shape than half people that are younger than them. And, 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 and also to educate ourselves. We need to educate ourselves. We can't, can't let this type of um, classic material fade. So because now it's like this 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 era of information. We get so much. It's an overload. Everybody's making um, content and everybody. So, you know, you can kind of get lost in the sauce. But the best the cream going to rise to the top and you can't. I mean, you just don't skip stuff like that. You can't skip and forget stuff like that. Red Man should be heralded all the time. A lot of people don't even put Red Man when you hear these top five lists. And a lot of time, Red Man is, is left out when at the time, Red Man was in everybody's top five lists. Yeah. If you remember back when 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 everything was actually happening in the red, ninety two to ninety eight, definitely that was his he era. Was he, that he was his was, era. He was so much a part of that era. Right. So when did he fall out this top five? I don't know. But you know, he obviously proved that 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 he's um still top tier. And and, and anybody that you put in your top five, they're gonna have a, a a hard time seeing Red Man. And Red Man, to be honest with you, will beat a lot of the people oh, in anybody's yeah. top five. And yeah. one of the things I realized like the music is timeless it still bangs like i that saturday or whatever like i went out to ride with it i was like yo it still bangs what like almost what 15 20 years later still bangs yeah but also the showmanship of um yes. their performance was well documented too i mean the cape for superman lover i was like okay okay they got I mean, Immaculate showmanship, and of course, you know, Meth is a superhero in real Meth life. Meth a superhero, <laughs> you know. Protect so, your Del like, controlled down matter. <laughs> it's amazing. It you know, things amazing. like I don't get windy. Yeah, yeah, but I just love just seeing everybody on stage, and you know, it's one of those things, you know, that hip hop forty beyond is still alive and well. And we can still perform at a great high level. And it's a beautiful a thing super high level. Yes. And what about Keith? Didn't it feel good to see Keith out there? Yeah. Looking good. Keith looked good. Everybody looked good, yo. I yeah. was like, wow. I mean, hip hop doesn't, it really doesn't age. It does it not doesn't. age. It's ageless. And like I said, in the music, everyone still sounded good, look good. Hey, solo. Like, what? Yeah, K solo. Hey, solo. And you know what I'm getting to. I'm just, I'm just, I, I just ain't, I just, and you know, I'm just holding it, you know, over the flame. But, but, but EPMD, I was like, yo, Eric Sermons came out there. I was like, because, you know, Eric Sermons had some issues over the last couple of years with his health. So I was really surprised to see him out there, but he still had him. So. Yeah. Yeah. They still be, they still performing. Yeah. And Purse, Purse was, was, was straight doing it straight hip hop when i saw the way he was walking everything Sorry. everything his whole stage that was straight hip hop it felt good i'm gonna tell you after after every verses i can't sleep that night like i'm up like wire because the energy man it just feels good and it, and yeah, it, and it really right. is for the culture man it's for us to celebrate our mm -hmm. legends to give back to each other and um one of the things they mentioned at the end of the verses is that it looks like they're going to take it out on the road because Swiss Beats mentioned that wait till we get outside. So I don't know if they're going to start having like a festival style versus, yeah, but that's going to be really exciting. 
And I like the different ways that they could, you know, it could be a concert presented as a concert. It can still be presented as a battle because whoever KRS-One goes against, it's going to be a battle. I mean, like, cause I don't think he's down with the, uh, just based on the oh, interviews God. that I've seen, he, oh, want, he wants that smoke, okay? Yeah. For whoever, for whoever, because his main, he, I will destroy you know, so it, I, hey, you know what I'm saying. I so Karis, I want that smoke. You know, and I don't know who really even wants it with him because he's definitely naming names every time. I think Kane said he's down. Kane did. Kane really him and rock him. Rock him energy is like he's basically. I don't think he's interested in the competitive portion of it. I think he's real, you know, at peace with with where he's standing at. But Kane is like. That I was ready dope. in 88. <laughs> that would be dope. Either or. I'm with it. Yeah, I'm with it either or. Either or. So, yeah. so, so Rakim wants more of the celebration version. Uh, KRS-One wants the drama. He wants the yeah, smoke. He, he wants, wants the battle. And, and, um, and, uh, and so is Big Daddy Kane. So I'm thinking Big Daddy Kane and KRS-One, just based on yeah. their mindset, they come in with gloves on ready to fight. Yeah. Amazing. And plus, they, and plus they're good friends too. So it, they they they'll do it the right way. They make it friends. real friendly, but yeah, competition. They're all friends. All them old school. Yeah. They all friends. I think at this point oh, in life, they become. And um, and you're right about where he stands. Rakim stands as uh uh uh, uh he's like a he's a rap right. god. He's a rap god. He's a baby, yeah. He's a what do you call? He's a landmark. Like he's a he's a true landmark on the timeline of hip hop. It's like a landmark. He's it's definitely like Mount Rushmore. If you don't have a million sure. Mount Rushmore, no then. doubt, no, no he's, doubt. He's, he's he changed the game. He changed the game. He's like a Michael Jordan of rap. Like he changed the he changed how the whole everybody approached creation. But I like also what I like also about the verses is you know the celebration showing the young people like it ain't gotta be no beef like we can all collaborate together and we can celebrate make money enjoy this music together that's what makes it so special in the energy when you have that energy of celebration it just it just feels different it feels good yeah. and we need more of that especially at this time more than ever I you think know? you're right. And to piggyback off what you see, it's like a mentor, a production. Yes. It's an example to follow. You know what I'm saying? And not through like talking it, but they doing it. It's a definite example. And it's an example for all ages. These older, youngers, we can do it together. Why are we so um, at odds? You know, when, we're, when, when so many people are doing so, so, so good. It's like when I watch. What's the, those baskets? Well, whatever those shows that come on VH1. I mean, they go, but it seems like all of these people are, are successful and they and they have everything going. Why are you fighting every week? I just I, it confuses me. Oh, like love and hip hop type of. Drama, I, I just so. said those shows. I just said those shows. It's, it's my bad. So my bad. It's so much. <laughs> but like, like, why are you fighting? With discipline on the self edit. Right. <laughs> We are about love, and and, why we, are and we need so more much? of yeah. that. You know, we don't talk Thank about you. it a lot, but. You know, violent crime is going up in our communities. And it's yeah. something that a lot of people are very tepid in addressing. But, you know, we need more love, you know, like yeah. we're, we're, I mean, if we, we're only but so much. Like if we continue to go at each other, like where are we going to be in the next 50 to 100 years? Right. Like, you know, we have to think about our legacy just as a people in this country. Yeah. And we can't, 
we can no longer see each other as adversaries. It's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's beyond. And it's the youth right now. It's the youth that are beefing. I mean, it's always the youth, right? But, you know, it's the youth. And it's like, yo. Yeah. And that goes back to that example. It doesn't. And that, and it goes back to that example that we need to be showing as older people. When they watch those certain type of shows and they, and and I'm not going to lie, they're very, entertaining and you can get caught up in it because there's so much drama going on and you just and then subconsciously you think these things are okay and and then really subconsciously they think that that it's what they ought to be doing and and, and it's really not well i know jay you you're a big joe budden uh podcast listen i'm sure you heard the podcast yesterday the new one that yeah, dropped. I, I loved how you had these grown-ass men actually sit down and have a conversation. They said it, that that's one of the things that men need to do in general is learn how to have a conversation with people and talk things through. You ain't got to hold grudges. You ain't got to be, we ain't got to take it to the streets. We can actually have a real grown man conversation and hash some things out and walk away and everybody be at peace. Yeah, but you know that comes with training, and that's what it has to be start young. If it starts young, it's easier to to, to manifest into a broader thing because it's hard to teach a hard head, and the heads get harder as they get older. And but you when, mimic what you see at home as well, you, you mimic what's in your home. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, a lot of that's conflict resolution, and exactly. a lot of that, yeah. you know, it's definitely from the parents on down. Mm-hmm. The parents don't display that type of discipline and that type of maturity to at least not arguing in front of your kids or, you know, there's a time and place to have those type of channels for separation, then yeah, it, it's going to be tough. It's going to yeah. be tough. But and also how we speak to our children as well. I think that's something that we don't really address, but you know, the way some parents speak to their children is absolutely unacceptable. You wouldn't, yeah. you know, you don't speak to your children like you speak to a, you know, a person in the street. You know, right, right, right. Enemy. Yeah, it is. I've seen parents speak to little children like they're people in the street. Like, and then, then we wonder why these children grow up to be mad and angry. You know, they're acting out. And I think that we as black people, we've been so we're so hardened because of our experience. Yeah. that post-traumatic stress from everything hardened. that we experienced through slavery, reconstruction, Jim Crow, crack epidemic, and so on and so forth. That we got the present time hard and so rigid. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I'm strong. Yeah. No strength. Yeah. Strength is showing vulnerability and being honest. Yeah. That's great strength. It's not, oh, yeah. I'm hard. I can go beat up anybody. Like, okay, you look like a clown, dog. Yeah. You know, oh. like we're human. Oh, you know who um said a good? I forgot the uh where you can res- you can uh go find this at. But it was what's the name of the rapper? Two phones. Got two phones. One for the, what's my man name? Yo, I got two. Phones. I you know what I'm talking about. about I can't think of. Mm, what's he got a real name? His name is a regular name, like Keith Murray. Oh man! But um, new rapper. Mm, yo, I got two phones. One for the plug and one for the low. Oh, I got two phones. Yo, remember that? I know you talking about. I know you talking about. Look it up, Jake, because I don't got my phone near me. But but he was um, he was doing an interview. 
Mm-hmm. And what he said was, he said when 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 confrontation, he said because he gets tried a lot, you know. Or I don't know about a lot, but he said he gets tried tried from time to time. He said when confrontation comes his way, he said um, I'm not even going to entertain it. He yep. said because yep. when you entertain a clown, yep. you become part of the circus. Damn right. And I was like, you know, he said I got stuff to do. I'll humbly step off if you don't like me, and I will um go play with my kids. Yep. And I'm not hitting the quotes exactly right but this is what he said you know what i'm saying and i was like wow when you when you when you play with the clowns you do become part of the circus whether it's intended whether you got lured in Mm -hmm. don't become part of that circus you know it only escalates and it and and it only escalates i mean kevin gates i just want to quote this that's the kevin gates we got a site that's kevin gates Kevin Gates. i like kevin gates but yeah like we i mean moral of the story like we just have to do better. But yeah, like the red and meth, the whole versus period, I think is just a celebration. And I hope that it really does inject some, you know, positivity in our community that we just need to start celebrating. I, I, think, it, I think it is. And more importantly, um, what it's also doing, it, it hopefully, I'm going to say hopefully, I'm going to try to speak this into existence, mm-hmm. is that it gives older acts a sense of revenue because we have also seen how mm-hmm. older acts don't age all that well. You know, we had, um, yeah. you know, the passing of DMX, yeah. Black Rob, and Shock G. And, you know, you mean, God rest, you know, God rest their souls. Just imagine if those acts still had the ability to still constantly perform after, let's say, the deal, the record label deal is over, right. but they could still go out and, you know, at least with the touring, I believe that's that that money belongs to them, right? Yeah, yeah it does. Show so money. They had different avenues to actually display their art outside of the confines of this recording deals. Mm-hmm. That maybe that can hopefully change the trajectory of you know of acts as if as they age well. I yeah, think so. Most people, we don't want to hear new music. We want to hear the hits, right? Right. You want to hear the hits? We hear new music. I want to hear the hits. Right. I'm good right. on the new shit. It, you know, yeah, I don't think music music like that if it's as good as the hits, though. Right, yeah, yeah, if it's hits, and, and, and it'll be that, if that's what it is. Blend it all you know what I'm If. Right, right. You know, some of the jumps is going to do, but in time will tell, you know, yeah. which ones are were, were time pieces and which one were all time pieces, mm-hmm. you know? Definitely. But even with boxing, you know, with um these old uh, Mike Tyson, is, is this true that he's going to do the Lennox Lewis? Is this what's going to happen? I think that's supposed to be a trailer thing. Um, Mike and Lennox, because I thought it was going to be Mike and Holyfield, but for right. some reason that one didn't go through. So Holyfield's going to fight Kevin McBride, the, the the guy who fought Mike Tyson in his final fight. You know when he was really fighting. Both of those were great. Fight. Yeah, at this point I don't even know anymore. There's so many. I know. And Shirley then is bringing that bag with them, so now people they they gain interest. Yes, because need, their ears are peaked. It, uh, yeah, because and the big, that, that Mike Logan that Paul. Mike Roy Jones thing was big. It was that did huge you know, numbers. The huge numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and then, then that Logan Paul guy, it, you heard what Mayweather about him and um he wrote a letter to I believe Dana White. Dana White was kind of you know they you know Dana White like to throw shots. Talking about the thriller and how this is kind of like a sideshow. And Logan was like, Look, I've made in three fights more than what you have paid your best fighters throughout their career. So, what are you doing? Thank you. Right. He and has we're talking a about. The reputation of not paying his fighters. 
they don't get paid a lot. And I'm talking about you have to be dedicated as hell to do that 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 type of fighting. These are dedicated athletes. They're fighting, they're training. And I'm telling you, if they get paid 700,000 a fight, that's probably a huge payday. If they make over a million, that's a huge payday. That's nothing. Uh, boxing, the boxers that we watch on the main cards that's getting the huge numbers, their undercards are getting that. Yeah. Yeah. A, a lot of, you know, they getting a hundred, two hundred thousand. If they don't even make it to, they not even on the uh, HBO. Like the ones that fight before the the, the show actually even start is right. getting thousands. Pre fights. Yeah. The mm -hmm. pre fights, but you know, but not the main, the main, the the, the real low card pre fights. So they not getting paid a lot of money. They can do when you really consider what they are going through. Unless they the big superstars, your Conor McGregor's and your um, you know, your Israels and and and, and those great uh, uh, but they still ain't getting paid like no boxers. I just Nobody think paid. that there's a, I think that there's a people want that nostalgia. There is this this nostalgia thing. Like we want what's it's the great familiar, water. what's comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. like a great time in our life, and mm -hmm. you know, and like I said, these people are still here, still able bodied. Like let's get it. That way, get they get paid. We get the entertainment. We get the product that we want. It's a win-win for everybody. Yeah. It just makes sense. It's it's it's, it it's, it's good business. Mayweather and 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 Logan, right? June sixth. Man, something yeah. like that. You having a fight party? We over there, okay? I got my I, I have my vaccination gone. <laughs> uh, so, well, we 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 stick to all the guidelines. Yes, because I know it's guidelines. We we just going exactly. we going to stick to all the guidelines. Exactly. I've been fully vaccinated. I know Jay has, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and you want your yeah. way? Yeah, your schedule. Hell yeah. So what you taking? I'll be there. You're not taking out um, um Magic and, and um Calvin Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> don't take the don't take the one no, shot. Jay, Jay. He's talking about Jack oh, Johnson. Jay, Johnson. Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I got the Moderna. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's yeah, supposed yeah. to be the best. Well, yeah. I mean, I heard yeah. that's the one I take in. I didn't have no side effects at all. Wow. I did. I ain't gonna lie, my second shot. Okay. I didn't feel effect? good for that following day. Okay. Um, I just didn't feel good that following day. I had my temperature hit a hundred and um wow. I didn't feel good that following day. I just I was I had uh shivers, I I, I sweated that night, I sweated real good, just like I almost like a, like the flu. Okay. But, it wasn't as severe. Okay, that seems like a comment. But that fought, but then it was gone. It was like one, one, one day. You know, it was. I did it on Wednesday. That Thursday, it was kind of rough. That Friday, it kind of even that scale back to normality. Yeah, like six hours after I took mine, so I did pop a um a Tylenol, but that was as a precaution. But mm -hmm. my kids was on spring break, so we was actually out and about. So. I probably didn't even get it a chance to like really soak in. And by the time mm -hmm. I went to bed and woke up, I was like, okay. The arm thing, it just felt like I got a shot. It was yeah, nice. that's what I'm thinking. Because they all feel like that when you get any, you know, your, your arm's going to be sore a bit. That's just. Yeah, so, you know, the quote unquote internet scientist is saying that if you don't have a lot of side effects that I could have been an asymptomatic carrier. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, this is one of those things I'm like, look. Either you get the shot or you or you take it the right way. <laughs> and right. You don't want that one. <laughs> because it's kind of scary. I mean, it, it, at least it makes me, at least on, on some level, mm -hmm. it makes me feel as if a little better. Watching us. 
So the Derek Chauvin um, trial finally came to a um, resolution as far as like whether or not he's guilty. He was found guilty in all charges. And during that case, there was another shooting. And, you know, it's just, it was of um, Dante Wright. I believe that was the one that was in Minnesota while yeah. he was still having trial. Not um, far from where Derek yeah, Floyd in, 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 in Minneapolis suburbs. So right not too far from where the actual case was being um, brought to. And it's just more and more because shortly after that in Columbus, Ohio, you have Michaela Bryant, the 15-year-old that was um, allegedly her parents. He was a foster kid that was allegedly in kind of like a fight club ring that spilled out into the streets. He had a knife. The cops came on scene and shot her to death. And of course, that controversy and the one that's probably close to me and me and B's interest in Elizabeth City, North Carolina, the um the shooting death of Andrew Brown Jr. by passport taking Dare County um police officers executing a warrant. They're trying to allege that he tried to charge them with the vehicle, but he but they shot the him off in the rear and got hit in the back of the head. So now that's currently being on investigation. Of course, you know, they had to evacuate Elizabeth City State University because of it's a, the whole state. Well, that whole part of North Carolina is under a state of emergency. Mm-hmm. And the big news coming from you, that's the, the school chatter is that they evacuated the schools and then they put the um, police officers in the dorm rooms. So mm-hmm. that's now causing like a huge controversy. But none of that surprised me because North Carolina be North Carolina. Right yeah. Now. And is this the state of the world? It's like. When is enough enough? Um, I just don't even know. I mean, because it's been enough. And it, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, it's, I mean, we got to stay just on our P's and Q's and we just have to keep on um, marching with the fight. I mean, however, our protests, we just got to do everything that we can. Legislation and, and, and low is going to get into all of that as far as, you know, we have to really be, I mean, holding everybody accountable on so many levels. We have to hold everybody accountable on so many levels, but it begins with ourselves. We have to start to, you know, just do our part. And then hopefully that 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 energy is spread. Yeah, I think that protesting is good, but we really have to kick it up a notch and we have to demand and put more and more pressure on our elected officials that we send to our state houses and to the Capitol to work for us to push for this legislation. Because at the end of the day, it's not training. And first of all, I don't believe that you can even reform the police. You need to burn it all down and rebuild. Because it's not just a few bad apples. It's like systemic. The foundation of policing in this country is racist. And, you know, it's not the training. And we could do everything right. We can comply. Yes, sir. No, sir. It does not matter. Police need to fear consequences and i really believe that there needs to be a complete doj department of justice takeover on all of the police departments in this country because they need to not feel that i can just kill this black man in the street like a dog and i can get away with it that's the go get another job. exactly okay. and in and in this whole you know they're immune from civil suits no when i can take your ass to court and sue you for killing my loved one then you won't think twice when you don't get your pension check then you're going to think twice. Right. Fuck all that. When you kill someone and it's found that you violated their civil rights, all of those benefits, nah, fam. 
off the table. Stop getting these um lawyers or stop getting the police unions to pay for these lawyers. You pay for these lawyers out of your own damn pocket. You know? Exactly. Like, come right. on. Any exactly. other person in any other industry just can't like just do whatever the hell they want to do without any consequences. It's right. crazy. No accountability. No accountability. And then you saw the video with the guy that killed the uh, the young lady. How he's like, "Blue Lives Matter." Excuse me. Say what now? Probably. There's a lot of um, irresponsibility when it comes to social media, and we just can't. With no doubt. You know, people are just going to be stupid no matter what. But being that I kind of worked in that field in my in my past, and just talking with former colleagues that are in a law enforcement field, and the good officers, the very few or the very misrepresented ones that are there, they're at the point that they don't even know what to do mm. because a lot of the training is not. It's never been a training issue. I always say that it's never been a training issue. Yeah. It's, it's always been a cultural issue. But now it's getting to the point that even with retraining, rewriting stuff, a lot of stuff, like you said, it goes way beyond the top. It goes beyond the scope of most people's comprehension. It's to the point that, in my opinion, I wrote this on Twitter, I had a lot of people kind of blasting me off. It was like, state troopers for one. I focused on that, and it wasn't because I got a ticket, because I didn't get a ticket, but just off of all this stuff that's going on, I'm like, is it really necessary? Us in the DMV, we have the privilege of being in an area that's very technologically savvy. We have cameras on on highways. We do. That I'm to the point like, so do you? Because most, uh, and this is this a loose generalization. Not all state troopers or whatever are this way, but the ones that we have encountered, the ones that we see on social media or wherever, a lot of these are state troopers. They're approaching yeah. these cars with these attitudes over a freaking speed and citation. Right. Is it even necessary to even do that when you have cameras that can easily detect your car speed, send you a fine, and that and that's the end all be all of it. Thank do you. We actually need you. And now it's to the point like with cops, what's the difference between a cop and an actual security guard? Is that security mm -hmm. guards, they have standards that for one, they're not law enforcement. So right. they're not sworn into the state or jurisdiction as far as enacting the law yes. what why can't we now take away up to the point i'm like take away the guns from police officers and see exactly who really wants to do this job mm -hmm. one thing jay because i'm sitting up here like wow. because a lot of these minor like tickets speeding tickets moving violations and things yep. why does a person with a gun even have to come deal with that those type of instances if i run a stop sign Right. If I don't stop completely at a stop sign, why do I have to get approached by a person with a gun? That's outrageous. Exactly. To be honest with you, they don't even have to approach you. They can take a picture of your license plate and handle it in the mail. And, with, and, and, and you definitely going to get, I mean, because nobody likes the way, that, you know, that they blowing up your phone, they sending you, they doubling the fines. I mean, you're going to go ahead and pay it. Done. It's done. You wash your hands clean. Why does a, a, a simple I don't have my safety belt on or some of these these just small minuscule things end up with someone coming to you with a gun and 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 and, and saying, okay, I'm gonna lock you up if you don't sign this piece of paper and having this huge thing. If the camera gets me, I don't have to sign anything, but they still get their money. 
Well, in the age of technology, it's just unnecessary now. I mean, you've got your red light cameras. You've got cameras at, at stop signs now. And I know there are cameras at stop signs in D.C. now that if you roll through that stop sign, you're going to get a ticket in the mail. It's like it's just unnecessary, you know, and police should really yeah. focus on, you know, um, you know, catching the bad guys, the criminals, like go actually into these neighborhoods and police, not traffic stops. Because, you know, even with all of this money that a lot of these uh, local police departments get, like crime is not going down, crime is going up. Crime in DC increased by like 230%. So like, really? So are you really fighting crime? Are you working on preventing, preventing crime? No, police That's stops. That's where we should Traffic be. Traffic stops because cut down on violent crime. They don't. Right? And, and to be honest with you, I wonder if police in these so-called neighborhoods did that ever lower the crime rate? No. Did it? Not really, because they're not outside of their vehicles. They're exactly. not walking the beats like they did back in the nineties and eighties, exactly. and and they're not community the police. They don't know the people. That's the right. Point. So now you have what we call occupiers. Like just like we like how we were in uh, Iraq and Afghanistan, we're considered occupiers. We're there, basically, we just assembling what the rules and regulations are. So there's no friendly engagement. It's like you can't come here. So a lot of stuff translates into the type of recruiters that they're that these police officers are recruiting. Mm -hmm. A lot. I mean, I hate to talk about my armed forces people like that, but let's keep it a bean. You know. Uh, Soldiers and police officers, their rules of engagement are totally different. We have militarized a lot of our police force with a lot of that ideology and it's spilling over into the streets. You have a lot of cops that are not from the community and don't care about the community and they're interjecting that negative energy. A lot of these issues is like, let's go and talk to the people. Now they don't even want to talk. They're all about results and all about actions. And that I don't know if that's just something that's being driven down from the higher ups mm -hmm. because we all know that everything has a kind of a, a hierarchy. It might be city hall saying, "Hey, we need, you know, you to intimidate." Yeah, they passed down those mandates. Believe it or not, they said, "Hey, in Southeast, we need a certain amount of arrests. If not." OIG going to want to know right. what's going on with this. A lot of stuff is exactly. results based, right. but it also it contributes to this this whole attitude that you know by any means and policing was never designed. True neighborhood policing was never designed for that. It was it's always that. supposed to be neighborhood oriented. And yeah, I don't know if they want to play blame you know the the war on drugs or whatever that case may be, but the fact that. that you have a lot of these cops that are not outside of their cars, walking the beat, getting to know these citizens, getting to know the stores, establishments. That's why you have so many freaking cowards because they don't yeah. they don't feel the elements. They don't know what it's like to actually walk the streets, talk to people, mm -hmm. be so a freaking scary. human being, and help people out. All they want to do is jump out their cars and engage with people. Scared. People are gonna be yeah, they're scary, and of course people are gonna be upset because it's like, look, you you're ruining my day. You know, you're you're people belong around here. Yeah. You don't look like us. You don't act like us. You don't talk like us. But you're walking around fully armored, and you're talking all big and bad to me. That's where the problem lies. It's that whole school.
to prison pipeline because like you said with the um you know they want so many people being locked up from these certain neighborhoods and these are the certain neighborhoods who in the second and third grade these kids are getting low test scores so they base all this stuff and then they build in the prisons and they got to occupy the prisons because they don't put the money into it and it's a whole economic thing you know what i'm saying it's not like honestly this kid because like you said war on um crime or war on drugs it used to be a war i remember this two park lines instead of war on poverty they got a war on drugs so the so the police can bother me yeah right what happened to the war on poverty and it's also it a generate level of respect too you know yeah. because at the end of the day these people are civil servants we pay your salary is a certain level of respect. And at the end of the day, if you go and if you police differently in a white community than you do a black community, we have a problem. That they is don't a civil police. rights issue. They, that is they, inequality. Hey, low. No. They don't police there. That's the issue. <laughs> because when they go back, because those kids aren't, they not building the, they not even building the prisons for them. You know what I'm saying? See, the thing They're is, like, a lot of these violent police encounters have happened with, like, traffic stops. So, you know, they traffic stop, you know, most places. But the thing is differently. When they pull over a white man or a young white boy, the traffic stop goes completely different, whether it's a white woman or whomever. You know, Even so, if they get attitude, yell and exactly. scream. Exactly. Right. You have a problem. Oh, the bias. But it's, it's designed that way. It's like stock. You, right. you pick the low-hanging fruit mm -hmm. and you try to agitated and elevated to an actual crime right so stop and frisk for example i see somebody or pre you know before marijuana was when it used to be really illegal mm -hmm. i'm walking the street i'm patrolling i smell somebody with marijuana to that person that smells that this friend is smoking and doing whatever they're doing they're minding their business they're abided by the laws of the land now that I'm interacting with them, I'm already accusing them of something that they may or may not ha have done. Mm -hmm. So now I'm elevating it to the point that I might can either get a, a, a simple assault or a resistance. So now that's how you fill up your books. That's how you kind of, or we call cooking the books, because we just pick the low hanging fruit. And now because I elevated our, um, my uh, interactions with them, now I can charge them with something else. Right. outside of what I usually charge. And a lot of that stuff comes from these police precincts because they have their make they have their rubrics and stuff that they have to hit these numbers. Yes. And right. it's a it's a nasty system. It's nasty. Yeah, it's a numbers game. And, and we the numbers fearful that because like we're at a boiling point right now and you know yeah we got justice for george floyd but i think most yeah, we didn't even get justice like what's justice right. because it's not a lie but you're right lolo we did get some sense of accountability right some, that's and, and, overall black people don't feel like oh that's a win i think we still feel like you. okay that's great thank okay you. thank you now, because, now we need actual actual real change and it needs to start yes. before these people are put in a situation where their life is in danger where they're staring at the barrel of a gun from thank an angry you. racist cop thank you and and low do you how did you when i heard the 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 the, the um guilty on all charges mm -hmm. It ain't even like I was just jumping around in the room in joy. No. It was like I felt a sense of relief. Yes. I felt like this is what should have happened. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's like, I mean, it still ain't, it, it, it still ain't, it, it's, is it justice? It's some form of accountability. We got a long fight 
we still fighting for justice is what I'm saying. I and, felt like it's also trumped up accountability too, because mm-hmm. this was one of the few cases that I've seen that the blue the blue shield was completely abandoned. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they basically threw him out to the wolves, unlike yeah. any case I've ever seen before, and, and, and rightfully so. Yeah, and rightfully so. That. But also, I felt like they were trying to save Minneapolis. They were trying they, to save the country, too. Right. This so, shit blew up. If, now, let's just play the hypothetical. If, you know, we all saw the eight minutes of footage, this case, in theory, should not have taken anything longer than a day or two. Yes. If you want to milk it out for the extra fourteen dollars, it shouldn't have been no two weeks. Free lunch and day. We all saw. We all saw what we saw. You can't. You're not going to change my mind for what I saw because I didn't want to see it in the first place. Thank you. But now that I saw it, I look. I know what it is. So now it's like if they would have charged him either with a mistrial. Or he got exonerated on all charges. They will have tore that city in this country, oh. slam apart. Because now, because a lot of people, a lot of us, and I'm using us as a generalization of black folks, we're holding on to this notion that this country is free and fair, and that all people are created equal, and not using the reality, using your mind that look, this country does not love us never have and probably never will under this certain these current circumstances so they basically sacrificed this guy in order to save the freaking country in my opinion because it's like it shouldn't even dragged on that long this should have been something 30 days after this happened bomb that should have happened in 2020 yeah and this guy have had his knee on some that's going to court now isn't he brought brought he had his knee on somebody years yes. back for well, 17 the, minutes. well and, and see this is why elections matter because now the department of justice is under a new administration they're looking into not only that case but they're also but looking passed. into the entire police department of minnesota they're also looking into the uh, kentucky's police department mm-hmm. see this is where elections matter because people gonna act a lot differently when they got the feds breathing down in their because on the state level, everybody's covering for everybody, you know, depending on who the state's attorney is, they're covering for, you know, for the police department, the chiefs, the judges, they all work hand in hand. It's a good old boy network. They're one network. They protect each other. And that's part of the problem. And thank God for Keith Ellison. Thank God for Keith Ellison in Minnesota was like, nah, fam, you know? Because I'm not letting this one go right. Election. He just won that election after everything had happened. So thank God he was there to be able to, you know, press charges against this man. Because a lot of jurisdictions don't. I mean, we see what's happening in North Carolina. That's crazy. How can a judge rule that the video can't be public? For 45, I mean, like, that's crazy. To one person? That happened after Trayvon, though. This is nothing... This is not a new thing. When it when the whole thing with the Mike Brown, no, I think it was Mike Brown. Excuse me, it might have been Mike Brown. But the whole, was. you know, video camera thing. There was one of those states, and they have always been Florida, North Carolina, Texas. Those southern states yep. have always been one of those counterculture things where. We're gonna do things our way, way. On the highway. Exactly. Until the fans step in. Like, I wasn't surprised that they had that on the books. 
Because these exactly. body cams and this footage, this is supposed to be public accessible. Um, be. Exa- right, right. Exactly. Immediately. It's a public request. Case, if if, if the right. public makes an inquiry or reporters or journalists, they make an inquiry saying release the camera, most jurisdictions just do it. And, it, and, right. and to say, no, like, that's, it's shit. It doesn't look good. It doesn't it look like a cover up. Of trust from the public in the community, it's like, what are you hiding, right? What is the community cover up? They cover cops' faces on the cameras, right? Why? (laughs) Like, why editing? You serve the public. You're a public servant. Public, public. Everything you do is public. Public. You got it on video cam. Public. What's the use of the video cam if only y'all can see it? Y'all gonna cover up for each other anyway. Right. That so all I these can police officers for. who were connected to that incident, you know, some of them have retired, some of them quit. Like, yo, yes. really? Yes. That everything is like, okay, sign one, sign two, show the footage, be transparent, be let transparent. us know what time it is. Stop hiding behind your badge and hiding behind this Trans- system. That's what they're doing. Exactly. We have a problem. And I'm so glad that uh the DOJ stepping in and I'm sorry, not the DOJ, but the FBI. Is stepping in in this case because it's like we can't depend on these state legislators, the whatever to to, to do the right thing. They're not going to do the right thing because they're covering for their own. They're all complicit. They're all involved. They know each Thank other. You. They have personal relationships with these right. people. And you know what? They got dirt. And you know, once we start cleaning up the dirt and on, on on the front porch, right. and we see that it's leading into the door and it's leading upstairs and it's leading downstairs, it's a lot of dirt. A lot, yo. The dirt don't just stop here, and so you know. And then, but you got a dirty, but you got a dirty government entity. Period. (laughs) Monitoring enough of dirty, it's like they all went dirt on dirt. But isn't this interesting? I know, I know, you guys saw it. So the 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 former uh, medical examiner in Maryland, how he was at the Chauvin trial. So now they're going to look into you know all of these um, cases that he was involved in. Like it's a it's a tr- they all protect each other. It's a trickle down effect. Like that's disgusting. Like we have a major problem. And I saw another video on um, Twitter yesterday where a cop was uh, arresting this guy, and he tried to plant something on the guy, but someone just happened to be filming all the time. No, that happens all the time. That's and that goes back. Someone got sued a few years ago. Like you should be fired immediately. Immediately. That's and that's what that happens. That's what I'm telling you. A lot of people that are in jail didn't do these crimes. And then we create these images and stereotypes based on one man's word against each other. But what since one man is is connected to the establishment, you dismiss the other person. And and a lot of it's 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 unbelievable. You had people serve 30, 40 years before they come to the realization if you know 30 years later that they, he didn't do it how do you because over time stuff gets more foreign then the truth becomes you come further away from evidence the truth. yeah right? evidence so come People, on it was a uh, memory of the situation with his witness account so if i know 30 years later it. i knew then exactly. right exactly it was just pushed to the side stuck in the back pocket hidden nothing to see whatever was going on Nothing to see here, folks. And if we look at the original um, uh, police uh, accounting of what happened in the George Floyd incident, it's just like, see, 
See, we cannot take these people's word, you know, at face value. We can no longer do that. I just feel like every police killing should go under some type of a federal investigation just so that the feds can come in and just go in, you know, and do their due diligence and investigate because we can't believe them. They lie. You rarely can take anybody's word who's not trying to get in trouble. Of course. You know what I'm saying? That's a very few small percentage of people who will own up to what they do and face their consequences. That's a that's not the norm. Especially in a murder. Right. Especially in a murder. Like the white lady that killed Dante Wright. Taser, Taser. Oh my God. I didn't mean to shoot him. Yes, you did. 26 years, right? Of experience. A taser and a gun complaint. I watched it. They they had it. It is hard to not be confused. Thank you. It, it, you your, 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 your gun is on your, your, your if you right-handed, right? It's on your I major, your, your dominant side. side. Right. Two different t- distinct colors. And, and look, and low. It ain't even like she pulled it out and shot it. Right. She was holding it. She was holding but it. But here's my thing with that, right? So this goes down to training and practices, right? Mm-hmm. She a 26-year-old vet who was training somebody else, just but like here, Shogun. But here's, here's where like the practice Shogun. comes in. Here's where the okay. practice comes in. Mm. You have the stuff that's on books. They teach you how to properly engage, you know, oncoming traffic, stops, and so forth and so on. And we see these huge contrasts when it's Caucasians versus Blacks, right? Everything that you see on the Caucasian side, this mark, that's how the training went. Because, like you, we talked about accountability. Right. So now we talk about how we're how they choose to engage with us. Yep. At what point does pulling out your weapon while his hands is occupied on the wheel make any sense? Because we did also saw a video out of Minnesota during that whole time. One cop jumped on the freaking back of a truck. And went so, flying down the road yes. at 80 miles per hour. Yes. They didn't unload on shot. That. So no. now, so that's not training. That's something that's biased. Deep. That's a whole that's a whole different rabbit hole that we're talking about. And this, this is what we talk about. The chickens have come home to roost. This country has shown countless times that they do not value our life. Of course not. And, and I now you have a lot of people starting to really come to that realization because with this whole Asian lives matters, you know, they quickly wrote up some type of legislation to protect them. But it's like, what about us? Right. I'm trying to recall. I'm trying to recall when they showed a true example of them really valuing us. Like, when was that? Never. 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 Because ultimately, at the end of the day, it's, it's on us. To seek justice, Thanks. like I know, like at the, uh, I don't know if you guys are watching it live, but the uh, press conference that Bakari Sellers had um, for uh, Andrew Brown, it was some Black Panthers out there, and they were like, man, we don't need no cracker court. They were like, man, fuck that. And I'm like, see? I mean, like, it's like, well, and they're like, you know, we'll get our own justice. I mean, it, 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 it's, it's it's so powerful right now where it's like, we feel exactly, we feel like we're at that point. Do we need to seek our own justice? Because then it's going to be an all-out war. Like, you know, they keep talking about, oh, this civil war. That's the civil war that they really want, you know? But it's like, but what do you do? We're sick and tired of having to wait, you know, to, to see how things play out in the court. It takes too long. The wheels of justice move very slow in this country 
And we're just Very tired. Tough. Yeah. I mean, where do we go from here? I mean, when a 16 year old girl, first of all, you said something about a fight club. I didn't hear about that. She was in a fight club. Yeah. So this is all alleged because um, I believe for like her mom and her, her biological mother and her sister have came out. So evidently the mom lost her child to, to the court system. So she was in foster home. Okay. So supposedly the foster parents invited those girls to come to their house and fight that child. So they was in the house. The girl who who got eventually got killed called the police. They got the fight in and it was on from there. So it spilled out into the streets. Of course he had a knife. And by the time the cops arrived on scene, Siri had the knife in hand about ready to stab somebody because he's already on go. And that's how how life was taken, which, you know, in theory, that's going to be more of a bang, bang play. And there probably no criminal actions will probably be involved yeah. in that particular case. But the unfortunate incident is the fact that you have these, what we used to call them check babies. You know, when you go into yeah. the foster, you go into paid, foster yeah. care and you, you know, the parents get paid yeah, $15 to $20. $2,000 a month per child. You have a lot of people, that's how they kind of hustle that, that, that bread like that. And it's a lot of foulness that goes on in that system, a too. A lot of violence, yeah, a lot of sexual abuse, yeah. mental, emotional. But see, yeah, that so. makes sense as to why the adults who were out there that were If you watch the footage, one of, I think that male was kicking a child. So Yeah, I saw somebody getting kicked. It, it was a real ugly situation, so that's the... So why did they get shot? Is from... I guess they, they um basically that cop that shot that child with a knife. And this one of those things is like, okay, do you engage somebody with a knife? But what if that was your child on the other side about to get stabbed? How I just think I get it, but he but even still, I mean, he shot four times. He could have taken a taser. He could have done, done a lot. I just think he could have tased her. You got a stick. I mean, you got a lot of yeah, things that then you know, I mean, you could just shoot four, you know, four times in the chest, like four, and it wasn't like bam. Right. Bang. Right. It was bang, 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 bang. Wasn't it? It was quick. Right. It was yeah. like he let that loose. I'm like, come on. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It was quick. It was a lot going right. on. But I just feel like a trained professional could have done a little better. A lot of, I mean, but I mean, hey, you know what I'm saying? From what I saw, I'm just like, dag, you know, that she had four shots to the chest. You think that's a little much? Hey, See, yeah, but they teach black you the people try to super like, kill. Try Apparently, to right. encounters yeah. with police yeah. as much as possible. It's why we don't want to call the police for nothing. Like, we don't want nothing to do with y'all. Because even when we call you to protect, the shit can still go left. Damn. You know, their job is to serve and protect us. They don't serve us. They don't protect us. You know? So if you're not going to serve us and protect us in our own neighborhood, we don't want you here. So when they say defund the police, I get that. Then no, you're not going to get our tax dollars, okay? To terrorize. Your terrorist, your domestic terrorist organization. That's all I'm saying. Like, come on now. If you're not going to do your job, then what are we paying you for? For what? To murder us in the street? To not fight crime, to not uh, 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 work on crime prevention. You're not enforcing nothing. What are you doing? Okay, you're driving by after the murder. Oh, nigga dead. Okay, it's, it's always after the fact, you know? Or either they're the aggressor. Like, what do we do? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call because... It's a tough call. Because it's systemic. 
I think when we start dealing with things that's systemic, it's beyond our comprehension. This is years, decades. It's woven into the fabric. Yeah. But I think, too, the quote-unquote good police officers, and especially black police officers, they're going to have to do more to step up and hold these other people accountable. I think so. I think it's their responsibility. Not on my watch. I think it's their responsibility. Buck up, get some balls, nah, nigga, you know okay, blackball me all you want to, whatever, nah, not on my watch. It ain't gonna happen, yeah. you know? And if you yeah. need to, call a reporter, do whatever, I mean, like, do what you gotta do. Yeah. Do what you gotta do. Because it's everybody's responsibility. And I, and, and when I say everybody, I mean it's black officers, it's Latino officers, it's white officers. If you wanna really want, if you really want the world to, 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 to perceive this you know this 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 organization as respectable and respecting and yeah. treating and like then you have to present yourself and you have to not be so I don't know you just can't be out here killing people with no accountability you can't be just yeah. a, 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 a an association that where, where it's just no accountability exactly. oh it was an accident it was a mistake was you know what I'm saying I was scared I thought he had a gun right. it was a wallet those are built in excuses cell phone. but the, it was a cell phone is, is you that... know what a gun looked like. You right. know what a gun looked like. And I thought it was my apartment. I thought it was my apartment. Right, but those are built-in excuses to help to help their advantage. It's all about privilege. Of course. They enjoy those privileges. I'm just right. trying to believe me. They, they enjoy those privileges. I mean, because, we feel like they, they go and they, they oh my God, oh my God, I just did this. No, you thought it was a you thought it was a wallet. I did? Yeah, you did. Okay. Someone yeah, said earlier, we need to start wearing our own body cameras. We you do, know? Man. We do. It's really good idea to at least have a car dash cam. I agree. Yeah. You know? Like that, uh, that lieutenant. Like that lieutenant. I mean, uh, here we yeah. go. Once another one. I mean, like, yo, if a black man or a black Latin man, too. whomever, can be in full military uniform and not be treated with respect, we got a problem. Like, that's a problem. You know, and, and, and police officers be the main one, you know, like they like they're like all pro military, like really? Like that's that that really says a lot. Off of so off of a citation say. too. That's the the thing that bothers me is off of a citation. No, okay, the tags, a citation. the tags didn't match. I'm like yeah. Oh, he had something hanging from his uh yeah. visor or something. I'm like, oh yeah, which like, I mean, come on, really? And it's like they're immediately like their their initial reaction is to be super aggressive, like and angry. Sight, like in right, like, where's the anger coming from? And, that's and, personal, that's a personal yeah. conscious bias yeah. that you have. Yeah, and see, and, and, and when we speak on this, I'm like, and I, I know in my heart that there's some good cops out there. It's gotta be. I've been, I, 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 I've been looked out for cops. I've been no, no. I've been I'm literally sure. looked out by cops before. Okay. And I'm like, thank you. I, I, I consider one incident. The dude was like my guardian angel for this particular incident because he really, he okay. really did me good. Okay. I'm not even going to lie to you. He did me good. And Eugene, I think, was his name. But long story short, um, this is a system we're talking about. And you can't have these many holes in the system okay. because holes, when the, when, the, when the water start to flood, those holes, the water leak, the water leak. And if I'm on the other side and I don't have but so much space to yeah. deal with, that water going to uh, eventually, uh, I'm going to die. I'm going to I'm going to suffocate. I'm going to drown. Drown. 
You know what I'm saying? And we can't continue to drown. No. You know, we can't continue to drown. I do think in the immediate, I think one of the immediate things that we can do, you know, is that the police, we can, the police can no longer investigate themselves. Like that's. A given. That's a, who like, even like, made that up? Well, we know who made that up, right? No. Nobody can. No. They're going to be free every time. Exactly. Who's going to lock their cell phone? Who's going to say, like, nobody? Exactly. They can't. Nobody. They cannot. These lawmakers, too. I, a, lot of this, a lot of the blood is on their hands, too. And I don't want them <laughs> to be to honest Like with your homeboy, Tim Scott, that came out with the whole Republican rebuttal to Joe Biden's uh, State of the Union speech. Oh, there's no racism in America. How the hell can you fix your lips as a black man in America and say there's no racism in America, bro? Like, fam, really? I, I wish that, man, that's crazy. And I'm like, but, of course they're going to try the Negro out there. You know what I'm saying? Right, oh, right. Oh, oh, well, if you go out there and say the racism in America no longer exists, then they'll believe, they'll believe you. That, that's an no old strategy. Hey, that's the old strategy. That's that Uncle Tom strategy. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, that's that Uncle Tom strategy. I'm like, who is your mm -hmm. family, bro? Who is your family? They need to whoop his ass. Well, he been done done abandoned them. I guarantee you, he don't see them often. <laughs> right. I'm like, you can't be married to a black woman. Who's your wife? I've been trying to find out information, but I can't find. I couldn't find a lot. I'm like, really, fam. But you know what? It's a black woman that go for the nonsense. It, 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 what's crazy? It's a lot of black people. It's a lot that, of black. I mean, it's it's money. It's money. It's profitable to yeah. to be counter for your culture. It's very profitable. It's like selling you. Like, how can you look at yourself it's in the mirror in the morning, like, that. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good with myself. That's just like. Uh, yeah, a lot of people don't have, they don't have any value of self, so they, they just yeah. do anything right. for it, it, that self image. It's that self esteem. No it's that I, self identity. They've been brainwashed. It's, it's just a lot. I'm, lot I'm going black on. before I'm a woman. I'm before black anything. Before anything. Okay. And I wear my blackness, you know, as a badge of honor. Okay. Yeah. Like what? It's, because it's before true. anyone sees anything, they see, oh, she black. Thank you, know? you. Just like they see, oh, he black. Exactly. Right? They exactly. see we black. Exactly. And everywhere I go, I'm always the blackest yeah. person around. <laughs> I'm like, right. yo, we need to stop upholding. Well, at least you got your button button up to your neck. They got to at least respect that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> oh, hey, no. But look, you know the crazy part, Jay? The crazy part, it don't matter what it, it really doesn't. Yeah. You can be the most best. And they gonna be mad at you for that. Yo, JC says still nigga. Right? You're still a nigga. You could be in uniform, be in the military, be a CEO, be a medic. Doesn't matter. Drug dealer, criminal, doesn't matter. All they see is you a nigga, okay? Point yeah. blank, period. We have a problem in this country. The foundation, the very essence of this country yeah, yeah. is deeply rooted in racism. You know what I'm saying? It when was. black people were used as chattel and mules, basically, then of course, you don't see our humanity? At all. See our humanity? Dang. And when you they show that in a generation, they, you can't. And they sh you can't. Obviously, they you can't do it in four hundred years, right? Because they don't see our humanity. They don't see us when they see a young, you know, black person. They see a threat. 
They see a threat. They'll say, oh, that's someone's daughter. That's someone's son. That's someone's child. Oh, have empathy. I can empathize. I understand. I have compassion. Or they see they see us as a way of income. Look at sports. Look at entertainment. Look at all still slaves. Sometimes that you see them have any type of value to it. Exactly. And and if they don't recognize you, they can care less about that. Yeah. But I man, I'm telling you, uh, 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 what's her name? Maxine Walters, uh, Waters, whatever. I was listening to this uh, radio show, and this guy. Um, said that she spoke at the CBC a couple of years ago and she was saying that, you know, one of the tricks that white people use against black people, especially like in corporate America, whatever, is that they try to say, they try to use, oh, well, you speak too much about racism and blackness and this and this and that as a way to silence you. And she was like, they're going to do that regardless. So you might as well show up wherever you are and be your full black Negro self regardless regardless because you ain't the right fit anyway because remember that's what they used to just you're not the right fit no real reason your credentials to the ceiling you know but you just not the right fit and that's how they kept us out that's why when you look at corporate america look at corporate america as like just diversity top on you it's going to be a real white type top it's going to be a real white middle and it's going to be a real white bottoms but the black specks you'll see are more on the bottom and 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 and, and get less and less on the way to the top right i'm trying to tell you know what i'm saying but they use money to freaking um to keep us at bay too keep us silent yeah because, okay, what do we get paid for 200000 300000 500000 a year, which really that still isn't even like. That's not, that's nothing. It's nothing. Peanuts. It's nothing. But they up, they, it's an upgrade, you know what I'm saying, from what we're used to. Exactly. You understand what I'm saying? So that's, um, that's another reason. We got to start going into ownership, taking really control of our own possibilities and not leaving our possibilities to somebody else's ceiling. Yes, you feel me? Absolutely. But we can take control of our own possibilities and where it's no ceiling, it's no cap. Like we versus is doing Even that. Even partner with like Trello, like I really appreciate that because they're like, no, we're going to still, you know, have influence of what we do. We're still going to keep it all black. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like y'all not going to come in here and try to gentrify this thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, they're keeping to the integrity of the original uh, vision. And, exactly. And, exactly. And I think as black people, like we are the vision of America. Okay. Yeah. And, yeah. and, but we've sold our vision, you know, to the other. The money. The, oh, if I sell my vision, then I can for get comfort. It. Exactly. For the money. And it's like, yo, they need us more than we need them. And to be honest with you, that comfort low is come with more stress. Don't because you, you, you can't you can't even sway a little bit and they're gonna pounce on you and they're gonna pounce on you and they they'll destroy you before you know it box you know a lot of corporate you gotta be in no way go wrong tiny box you can't show up you can't be yourself like one of the things i'm you know my pet peeve but i get i can't stand black people that i mean we can be intelligent and degreed up and not lose our soul like why we have to step in the room with a bunch of white people and gotta uh, and gotta and, uh, soul it down or whatever we need to soul because you don't fuck with it regardless and and that's real talk because you really fuck with it for real for real they love that shit they love it they love it when you show up you be your full self and you don't give a damn like what i'm here you know what i'm saying i'm qualified if i wasn't qualified i wouldn't even be in the room thank you so come on 
You know, so like Maxine said, barely in the room now, and I am overqualified. Hello, so like Maxine said, (laughs) show up and be your full self, regardless, and and make no apologies. Be unapologetically black. We owe it to our ancestors, to our children. We owe it to ourselves, to our communities. Yeah, we do. We do. That's all I'm saying. We owe it to our seed, our kids. Be black. Black is beautiful, baby. We owe it to the past, the present, and the future. The future. Okay. Black we owe it. To, we owe it to God. Yes. We sure That's do, it. man. I mean, we stand on the backs of so many people, boy. I mean, this generation, generation to come, our parents, all of us, like they were all of those that paved the way. They literally they gave their blood, sweat, tears, of their lives, man. Like I was, they- um, Going down like uh, rabbit holes and, you know, looking at some of these, uh, you know, images of like lynchings and stuff like that. Like, wow. Like it's, you know, and, and, and I've done research in the past just on like, you know, the average lifestyle of a slave back in the 1800s. Like it's amazing what we have endured and yet we're still here. We should not be here. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. They try I mean, but they can't, but we should be though. Should That's be. why we are. That's why we're here. We're God's Ain't chosen. No what, what my man say, uh, I cannot think of, low know the name of whoever sing it though. They say, ain't no stopping this now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sure. sing that drum. Ain't no stopping us. Ain't no stopping mm-hmm. us. No. You don't know who sing that one low? Ain't no stopping but us. You now. also got to, um... you should know that one though, because that's a real hit. I should. That's a classic, right? Yeah, ain't no stopping the stand. Who sing that, John? Lo, I ain't got me. Um, the Jay ain't got my phone. We got. We got sight that, man. I know. Give me a second. I'm, I'm, I got the. Uh... It ain't no stopping us now. It's no you know, now. it never was any stopping us. They try. You know what they try to do? They try to tell this story as if we've been being stopped. They tell the story in a reverse way. They don't tell it in the way that we triumph. Hurry up, tell me triumph. Sojourner Truth triumph. Exactly. Uh, George it Washington Carpenter triumph. They tell her how they were this and they would sit down and they would do it. But they don't tell her how they triumph. It was just all triumph and it triumph and triumph. It's from their perspective. And that's in that there are not the problem. Because we're, from their perspective, our triumph is their fa- But when it doesn't have to be like, why can't our triumph be our triumph? Hmm. Right? Okay. Right? That's a $100 million question. Mm. We supposed to all be American, right? So they say. Exactly. Our triumph isn't our triumph. It's not. It's Come on, man. Our triumph. Exactly. Come right. on, McFadden and Whitehead, just in case you ever oh, want to know. McFadden yeah. and Whitehead ain't no stopping us now, man. That's what, hey, 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 no, end the show with that. Ain't no stopping us now. We're on the move. We're on the move. You hear me? Hey. We're on the move. We <laughs> on the move. said, this is Black Splaining. I'm Jay. I'm um, love. And LB. <laughs> Till the next time, hopefully it won't be as much shit. Is it is now, but man, black ain't no stopping us anyway. So, you know, exactly, we're on the move. Peace.